Hallelujah. Please clap for the short pastor. Okay. As I said, they short people, it's very difficult to work with them. Or you think I'm one of you, eh? Wow, what a conference. Is it not sweet? It feels like we are at the end of the conference. Because mm, first day, no. Yamish Triumph, they're not day. But I think you have started. Why? It's a very Thank you very much, Bishop Patrick, for that powerful message to us. People who don't agree with you and don't flow with you cannot help you to build. Jesus said, He that gathereth not with me scattereth. Who can Jesus say? Okay. Mate. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's not, he's not even making room for argument. You are not gathering with me, but you are neutral. You are just there. There's nothing like that. If you are not gathering with me, what are you doing? You are scattering. You are not with me. So go far. And God should open our eyes to see the people who are gathering with us. So if you are trying to force something to work, the person with you must be forcing with you to make it work. If he is not, then he is not with you. Thank you very much, Bishop, for that powerful one. Father, we thank you once again for this opportunity. Take us higher. Take us further. Let your will be done and establish your purpose in our hearts and our minds. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated. I want to, I'm still on um, speaking on leaders or leadership. It's leaders and loyalty. But I want to introduce a book to you. Church growth. It is possible. This is one of the most powerful books you meet. It's very powerful because it's deals with the aspect of the development of the pastor. 
as well as the principles and the techniques that you have to follow to have a mega church. And it has different sessions. So it has church growth and burning desire. I'll talk a little about that. Church growth and lay people. How to use lay people to achieve church growth. Because the error of some pastors or some ministries is that for you to be any important person in the church, doing something in the church, you have to be be full-time or you have to be paid by the church. And that stifles the growth of the church because the church is not Bank of Ghana. It doesn't have unlimited resources. So it cannot employ so many people or pay so many people to do things. So the growth of the church is actually driven by people who are not paid by the church. We call them lay people. A lay person is somebody who keeps his job, his secular job, and still does the ministry. That's a lay person. So the growth of the church is powered by and driven by people who are lay, also called volunteers, who love to serve God, and they are doing what they are doing from their hearts because they, 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 they love God. About, I would say 90% or even more of our pastors are lay. In United Denominations. I've been a lay pastor for some years. There was a time I came to work in Kumasi. You remember, yes. You were a pastor of, I came to your church at that time, uh, a Greek. Yes, in Zima. For about 10 months, I was here in Kumasi working. So me too, I'm part of Kumasi. I'm a Kumasinian. But I was still pastoring the church in Achimota. The desire was there. The passion was there. So every weekend, I'll move back to, I'll drive back and go to church, go and do what I have to do. Monday, I am back here working. Yeah. 
you can be a pilot, drive your plane. When it is getting to weekend, you have to drop the plane. Go to church. Go and do what you have to do. Preach, meet people, do all the church work. After that, sit in the plane and go back to the sky. pilot. So you learn from this book how to use lay people to bring church growth. Bishop Patrick was a pharmacist. I don't know whether he's still a pharmacist. I'm asked to name pharmacist. I don't think his name will. Even if he's talking something pharmacy to me, I wonder. <laughs> but he, was, he was a pharmacist in Tamale. Working for, is it Gokals? For many years. Very good. Church growth and pastoral techniques is all in this book. Hmm? Church growth and the wise management of money. Do you know money is important in church growth? Money is important. You have to build church. You need money. You have a church. You have to build a bigger one. You need more money. If you are into church growth, one of the chapters is church growth and uh, uh, what? The branches. A uh, what? Uh, having branches. Now, if you are pursuing church growth, you have branches. And you can't have a church building only for yourself where you are. Church growth through a group of branch churches. So your branches in places, you have to get church buildings. And pastors, we must aim at building churches because the stability of the church is also in the building where it is a classroom church can be blown off easily in Accra recently they did it AMA or whatever it's like you can't have church in classroom anymore. Some of our churches were affected because they had to move from their classroom. So if you have a church and you have uh, 10 branches outside and nine of them are in a classroom, the day somebody blows the wind, all your branches are gone. So how to manage money? You will see a church and say, hey, this church, they have money. No, 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 no. Don't say it like that. Say this church, they manage the money well. Yes. 
Because it's possible that your church has more money. But because of the way it's managed, I always say this thing. I worked in a bank, and one of my wonders was the poverty of rich people. Because they pay them big money. Within weeks, the money is finished. And it's like they are waiting for the next payday. So I look at it and say, these are rich people who are exhibiting high levels of poverty. But you also meet individuals who don't receive so much money but they are able to do something great out of the little that they receive. One day, my secretary, that will be my secretary, in my old job at the bank, she was crying tears like this because they had to move from their house, she and her husband, and they have been able to build something. So she needed some money to go and finish, put a roof on it so that they could move in. I was the boss to approve her application for the loan so that she will have the money to go and roof the thing. She was crying in front of me like that. It didn't make me feel great at all. It rather made me feel very small and low because at that time, I mean two foundation be and some messiah be do be a minion scadier roof. And a secretary, no, ye tea, mommy, in the office, no. We see Diane Oberu for that day. I took notice of that thing and I learned from it. Say, hey, where you boss, where is your bossness that you are sitting here? What have you done? It's not so much about what you receive, but it's how you manage it. Your own life will be better if you can manage your finances better and be wise about how you use money. You suddenly see that you are rich. And yet, Dodona on Sakan as Quayan of Fasu Cresicano, Wawa Brabos, Obe Cresica, Bonsa and Fasobaso. So, this book will teach you wise management of the church money that comes. That's why I said that it is very rich, it has everything in it. Church growth and hard work. I like this topic also very much. This session. These are all sessions with different topics under the sessions. Because people would say that, oh, says here, or your So it's like Uber software. Where when you hard work, software. And At that time, I wouldn't have picked a call. I was inside. 
but for this person, I decided to pick. So, oh, sorry. I've woken you up. So you're waking me up. Do you know when I woke up and what I've been doing? Because or no? By then, I'm so I could do the office and now on the way to her, uh, her office, but made me a software. And he made that. I mean, they do. Does it happen to you? Somebody calls you. By the time you think you are waking me, I'm out somewhere doing something. I'm sorry for waking you up. Me so funny. Then I made that. Oh, dream on This book will show you that to be a real minister and to have church growth, no brother, it is not easy. It's hard work. Ministry work is harder than bank work. Yes, ministry work is harder than your secular job if you don't know. When you go to work and you do what you have to do and it's five o'clock, what do you do? Does your boss come to your house to ask you any question? When you are doing ministry, you are on call 24 7. Anytime, anywhere. One day I was sleeping in my room, my wife by my side, around 1 a.m. Then I had a call. I also don't switch off my phone. Why is this person calling me? So let me find what it is. Hello. Hello, hello. And this was my church member. And in the background, screaming, shoutings, confusion in the place. Said, what is happening? Said, there's a problem. What problem? It's not himself, not his wife. Not his child, my auntie. She came from London. Said two we, last week or said two weeks ago, and now suddenly, baby, yeah, now just I didn't know just Oh, shouting, shouting in the place. Oh, cause confusion in the place. And what for me? What do I do? About 1 a.m., I said, take it easy. I'm coming. Yeah. And I called another pastor. Wake up. Come out of your house and meet me at your gate. I'm coming to pick you. We are going on pastoral duty. 1 a.m. I don't know, sir. We are branch manager. All customers know of 1 a.m. like that. <laughs> and you get to the place and hey, hi, hey, hi, hi. And or so forth, you have to bring in 
some supernatural something to bring peace and sanity in the confused dambosious environment do you understand dambosious a dambo environment in you <laughs> So, some people think that, oh, pastor, they easy. Into Ubebebe, pastor, no one relaxing in your life. One person who came full time in our church. After some time, she came to see me. She said, now, I can't even have quiet time. I said, Welcome to full time ministry. Obey full time, there's time to read Bible, have long, quiet time, pray a lot, and say, full time. No, your desk, your assignment said, This is your job. It is pulling you like magnets because you have to finish the work and finish what has been given to you. So you can't even have the luxury of a lot of prayer and things. So I said, look, yes, that's how it is. But now you have to manage your life. Maybe when she was a, a lay pastor, she was okay. She was having quiet. But now that you are full time, you see that one share quiet time crano won't mean yet. Because I tell you, manage it. Use it well make use of the little time sleep less yeah so that you don't be a worker for God who doesn't talk with God church growth and copying <laughs> you have to copy things because you cannot sit down and invent everything people have done things they are doing things and it's working you too you are now coming to sit down and you are waiting on god to give you revelation about how to go about uh, church growth but there's a book you can read and there are things that have been done which are working what do you do just watch what has been done go and do the same thing what is copying copying is doing the same thing that somebody has done already. Yes. Those who copied shamelessly, they have now become the rich nations in the world. Yes. I was driving with somebody and I said, first no. But this time, the car you see, pa, kia, won't die. 
If you put these two together, <laughs> all the cars, he said, this is Kia, this is Honda, this is Kia, this is Honda, this is Kia. People who didn't know anything, they decided to copy things, take somebody's engine, build a body and put it in and let it move on the road and give your own name to it. And as they keep, they have copied the body. They don't know how to copy the engine, so they get your engine and put in somehow. Then later they look at the engine and say, no, the thing is like this, like this, we can do. And they also do. So if you take like South Korea, that some time ago we gave aid to South Korea. That means they were poorer than us. Come out of war. Get this money so that you can survive in life. Now they have watched the rich people copied what they are doing, excelled in it, and we all want to go to South Korea, want to buy cars from South Korea, and they are very rich. Very rich. Yeah. We are still here. We don't know what we are doing. Are we a Greek? Is that what we are doing? Are we measuring in a Greek? I can't see that. Are we into manufacturing? Go to industrial. Do you have industrial area in Kumasi here? No. But Accra, we have. We have industrial area north industrial area, that area. Then we have light industrial area. And go and count how many industries are there. They have all collapsed. They are churches. And warehouses. We bring white man's things and keep in the warehouses. Then we went into Banking, service, and financial distance. We did a lot of them. Now we have started closing them down again. So I don't know where we are heading with that one too. But some people said, let's look at the rich people, what they did to be rich, and let's try to emulate. And as they did, now they are there. So copy shamelessly. When you come for a conference like this, your eyes are open. What do they have here? What do they do here that I, I don't have? When I go to anybody's church, I'm watching. Oh, yes. And I'll pick something from there. They have this. They do this. I don't. Let's do it. Even small church in a classroom, when I go there, my eyes are open. What do they have? I don't have. What do they do? I don't know. Anyway, that's just to show you that this is a book that if you want your church to do well, you must have. But let me just start off by 
still introducing you to just the chapter one of this book, and then I'll go to, I'll be speaking on, your friend is saying, leadership. But this is also leadership. This is um, just the first chapter, as you see. Church growth and a burning desire. Okay. Now, Proverbs 29, 18. Are you still here? Okay. I'm also here, so let's be going for a little while, and it's not long. I'll be out of here soon. Do you have the scripture? It said, where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Let, let me also make this comment that copying is both what you see and what you read. That's why there are all these books. There's Macarius, 60 books together, ministry books. You pick things from this place. That is what you also go to do. And you have what the writer of the book has had. Where there's no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. What I want to share with you as the first part of this session is how to have a vision in your heart. As a leader. Because if there is no vision, you are not getting anywhere. It's your vision that will make you. It's your vision that will drive you. It's your vision that will make you wake up. It's your vision that will make you follow what is in your heart but if there is nothing in your heart you can be sure that you are not going anywhere you are not reaching anywhere you know many of us even in our lives normal lives we don't have any vision oh medium uh, national lotteries, maybe in life. Then that's it. Wakaho. But somebody will also have in his life, I want to become this and become that and do A, B, C, D in my life. And that person will strive and force to follow things to become what he said he wants to do. But because you don't have anything, you just sit in one place and that's all. That's why you work in ministry of something for, uh, what, 38 years, and then you retire. Your vision for ministry will make you have that ministry you have envisioned, what you have seen. That's what you are going to have. Because it's a picture on your heart. 
and a picture on your eyes and you are always driving towards it but if there is no vision the pastor will perish the leader will perish the apostle will perish because he's not going nowhere wow how many have a vision vision for the lord mm. now let me add this you may say i have a vision but to what extent is the vision influencing and affecting your life maybe what you have is a wish i wish i had this thing it's nice i wish i could become this it's nice i wish this thing was mine but they are very different things very good you cannot have a superficial a superficial vision for a large church superficial means it's not deep that's what i call a wish i wish this i wish that a shallow vision will not make your church grow. What is a deep, a deep vision and a real vision? A real vision must be a vision that eats you up. It consumes you. Mm. It burns within you mm. it drives you it influences your decisions if really ministry is what you want to do and you want to do it to the point that god wants you to do it by this time you would have cut off certain things that are obstacles certain things that don't allow you to move with the speed and the power into that ministry cut this off and cut this off let me give myself wholly to it paul wrote to timothy he said give thyself wholly unto these things and thy profiting shall appear unto all if that vision is there and burning you give yourself wholly to things and cut off certain things then we know that there is a burning desire inside over there if there is a burning vision and it is inside of you it will make you into a mega church pastor clap for jesus somebody church growth it is possible 
is possible. It's not only possible for some people. It is also possible for you. If that's what you are looking for, it's possible for you. Yes. It will happen for you. I said it will happen for you. I said it will happen for you. I see a new vision enter into you now. A new desire is coming into you now. And you said that, look, cut off this, cut off that. Forget about this and forget about that. I'm giving myself wholly unto the Lord and unto the things of God. And you'll find out that it is possible. You will get to a point and say, Sana, it was possible and I didn't know. Church building is possible. You build a church. Look, why will God not help somebody who has a vision and a desire for this work? There's so much to be done. He's looking for people to do. I mean, that's what I say about those who don't know whether they are called or they are not called. Am I called? Am I not called? If I'm not called, it doesn't matter. I am adding myself to the work that God is looking for people to do. And when Jesus saw the multitudes in Matthew 9 uh, 30. Six. He was moved with compassion for them because they were scattered and were like sheep without a shepherd. And what was Jesus' response? He said, The harvest is plenteous, the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will add more laborers unto the harvest. I am supposed to pray for laborers to be added. I've added myself to the harvest and you won't help me. God will help you when you add yourself to the harvest. He will help you. I said he will help you. Only some of us will enter into the thing with some kind of greedy mind. Hey, now when you see pastors, they are driving cars. Let me get in so that I also drive a car. That's why it will not work. Hey. Hey, pastors are enjoying. Let me go and enjoy. You see somebody who seems to be enjoying, go through his life and see the sufferings that he has been in before. You don't like that one, but you like the enjoyment. But if you have a genuine vision, God will fulfill that vision for you. I said God will fulfill that vision. I said God will fulfill that vision. I see 50 mega church pastors in this place. People who after this conference, your church is going to grow and grow and grow and grow. Because I, there's a picture on your mind right now that you can see. And that picture shall be a reality. God will help you and it will become a reality. I said it will happen. It will happen to you. It will happen live. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Mm. In the absence of a burning vision for a large church, you will never have real church growth. If that burning vision is not there, you will not get Yeah. It's a drive. That's what is driving you. That's what is pushing you. That's what is enabling you. That is what will. Okay. 
the way a burning vision causes church growth is by inspiring and leading you on on the difficult road to real church growth in a way that no human being can do. Did you get that one? The vision, the desire, it will lead you on a certain road to do hard things, strange things, difficult things, unorthodox life, because your life is not the normal life that everybody lives. My, my next door neighbor is my friend. He says, the time I come in to sleep, he not always, he says always he hears when I come. Because by then, no, no, I time Yes, because he, he sleeps early. He's awake. But I'm now coming. It's unorthodox. Is it orthodox? I mean, orthodox doesn't mean presby or Catholic, but orthodox means the normal way that everybody does it, the usual way. <laughs> I tell you. It's a different kind. You, you want to have a norm. If you are a lady and you are going to marry a pastor, you are going to marry an unusual person. Hope a usual life that we have all gone to work by 6.30, we are home, then we have dinner together, and we watch uh, what, some soap opera on television together, and then after that we have dessert together, and then we go into the bath together and jump from there to bed together and get into other issues of life together. Brother, for pastors, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> You have to adapt to the unorthodox lifestyle. Me. If you want to have sex, you should do it before I sleep. Because when I sleep and you wake me, I can't sleep again. Then every day you stay awake because you have to wake up. Otherwise, stay awake till 1 a.m. <laughs> yes, and yes, I want your wife. What a man. <laughs> okay. You follow a certain kind of life. Open, normal, orthodox, regulated, regular. Somebody as a husband, pastor, but you cry, when will your life be normal? Catch and say, Mama, may have normal life. <laughs> 
me bahabe follow vision. Yes, I came to follow a vision. That's why it's like that. And we are not bad husbands. Yes, we are good husbands. We are the best. You wish you had one of us. You can't marry a pastor. You should go and look for some organizer or something. He, he will work and close at a certain point and come home for you easily. A burning vision and dream is the invisible engine that drives a minister on that journey from being the pastor of a small church to becoming the pastor of a mega church. If you didn't get anything at all, get this. How many want to be pastor of a mega church or you want to? Wow. A burning vision and a dream is the invisible engine that drives a minister from the, being the pastor of a small church to becoming the pastor of a mega church. What is it that will drive you? Burning vision and dream. It becomes an engine. Into obia or church growth. No not those things It's because engine bishenimu. room na engine na starte. into what? Into the things that will bring church growth and mega church to the person. There's an engine in you. Mm. Mm. Engine. Somebody said, is it petrol driven? Or coal driven? Or electricity driven? It is spirit driven. Petrol shortage by Enkano. Spirit driven. There's an engine inside. When the engine starts, boom, then you are on the move. Church growth, I'm coming. I'm going to visit somebody. I'm following up somebody. I have a crusade in the corner over there. I am meeting somebody in this place. I, 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 I am doing some film show to preach to people in that place. I'm doing things because I am looking for one thing. It is called what? Church growth and my engine is on and once the engine is on i cannot stop somebody give a shout of church growth to the lord it's a church growth shout it's a church growth shout look if even you are not the head pastor you must desire to have this engine inside of you because your ministry we are quite leader but say engine ye as that's a church growth engine no more 
you may be doing the same choir, but now there will be 130 people that you are pastoring in the choir. Yes. And is it not better than 13? 13 people, sometimes the song will work, sometimes not jump, not to form. Then you are the leader, you are trying to raise the thing up. As it was trying to stand, then obey the baritone, be a femu on this side. Then this one too. Ah. When we are going to Independence for Good Friday, that's what I tell them all the time. I said, this is your opportunity to join the choir. Because the choir is about 10,000 people. You alone, how can you spoil the song? For the song, hey, whatever your voice is, just, just, just join. This is your best time. Then you two, you say that I've been a chorister before. I've sang in the choir before. But thirteen, one bad voice. One thirty. Uh, you feel microphone that's all that's all I see church growth in Kumasi anybody who came for this leaders and loyalty conference an engine is starting up in you I hear the sound of that engine I hear the sound of the engine is the engine for church growth is driving you is taking you along is pushing you until you see church growth and you will see it i said you will see it it's possible it is possible it is possible it will happen in your life anything you are doing for god is going to grow and become great because an engine has been turned on inside of you Ah, come on, clap and shout for Jesus. And he said that, look, this desire and vision, it will drive you in a way that no human being can drive you to do. Because who need, who need, eh, car need engine stop where normally then yeah yeah. Yepian. Into who church grow vision no? Any engine head driver who yah say obi me piano no ako obi me piano. How long can you push the car for? When the things falls and we push it, we are looking for a place to park it right now. It is you are waiting for motivation. Ah, there any day. So be named Bekasa. So be motivated. Be me here encouragement. Me here will be me here. There there. Obi am eboa me obi anya he. Brother, car no yebe park. Who need engine? E webe park wa ya. Your church will not work. Better look for some other job that will work for you and go and do it. Yes, you can be a chef. Because I met one guy who was supposed to be a pastor and he got lost. Then the next time I saw you were chef in a certain hotel. You can be a chef. They should push you. 
You are working in the church. Every day, pastor must come and say, oh, well done. Very good. You are good. You are this. You are that. Do more. Do more. เออเบียร์เมคาเซตเซวาบอมอดเดนเวียร์เมคาเซตเซวาบอมอดเดนเวียร์เมคาเซตเซวาบอมอดเดนเวียร์เมคาเซตเซวาบอมอดเดนเว
But you have to accept the humility to accept a man. The humility to accept Bishop Daki Ward Mills as somebody who can make an input in your life and ministry. If I'm doing anything, it is because I submitted myself. That's all. Me. At all, never. When I was made reverend, they ordained me 31st May 1998. The day the church was attacked in Kolegono, we were ordained on that day in blood. Were you there? Yeah. It was blood. People were injured, blood flowing. You were there. So that's why I remember the day, 31st May. And it's also the birthday of my wife's niece. And she always reminds me about it. I went to my church. I said, Look, Pastor Na Mufremeno, Pastor Steve, it was very difficult. It took Time for me to come to accept it. You are trying to change it to reverend. Pastor is my job. I accept that one. When you call me pastor, you are describing the job I do. But don't bring this reverend thing in. Just call me pastor and let life be okay for me. I can't. But here I am with everything because I submitted myself and I learned and I'm still learning. The book I'm reading is Bishop Doug's book that he has written. What I know in ministry is what he has taught me and what he has written that I am reading every day. It doesn't mean I don't read other books. Yes. You see, this your source, where do you feed from? Is it KFC? Is it KFC? KFC? Is that where you feed yourself? How many have eaten KFC before? How many have not eaten KFC before? Lift your hand. Today I will take you there. Lift your hand. That's the first time one can have an hour. The fact that I go to Chinese restaurant KFC, it doesn't mean that that's how my life is sustained. There's a regular source of meal that I eat all the time. My wife's food in the house, that's what I eat all the time. Then occasionally, I'll go here, I'll eat something, I'll go here, I'll eat something, I'll go to KFC or I come to Kumasi, they have given me food to eat. But that's not what is making me alive. What makes me live and move is my wife's food. Yes. And she's a fancy. She's a fancy. She's a fancy. Yes. 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 Yes.
But I also eat Chinese sometimes. I eat KFC sometimes. I eat Indian food sometimes. I eat Kofi Brokman sometimes. Uh, what else is there? I eat Bayirayache outside. Yes, those, but my main regular. That's it. So it doesn't mean don't read anything. But if somebody has done something that you can see with your eyes, the problem with a lot of people, they do the thing, but they can't explain how they are doing it. How they did it. One day I went for a conference. Was it a breakfast meeting? La Palm Beach or something? Long ago, when Bishop Blake used to come to Ghana. Then we're sitting round table like that. And I don't know what had happened that day, but I was quiet. I'm generally quiet, but I talk. So at a point, I said, why are you so quiet? Just flow with the guy sitting by you. There's a big man sitting by you. And I said, oh, hello, how? This, that, that. Then we started talking. He asked me what church. I said, Lighthouse. So are you in the headquarters or you are in a branch? I said, I'm in a branch. He asked my branch. I said, Achimota. Then he was like that. Is it your church that is at the market? Then we're at the Achimota market proper. I said, yes. It's my church that is at the market. We're all sitting round table like this. The guy turned his chair to now face me directly. <laughs> he said, me too, I am in this church and I have a branch and I live around where your church is. So now tell me, what do you do? <laughs> what, do you tell, what do you do in the place that is making the church like that? I am a as he asked the question, initially, I also came up and said, I'm going to give him points. As I tried to speak, there was nothing coming. What do I do? And suddenly, I don't know. I don't know what I do. I don't know. Because what I know is the common thing, the normal thing that I know everybody. I will be that person who will do something, but I can't write it and put it in point. One, two, three, four, like that. So fast are like that. But there is somebody who is doing it and has been able to break it down and demystify it. May the spirit of humility enter into you today and that you will not have any certain as this man is there. He thinks he's the only one who knows how to do church. Oh, you see the only one. But look, I am going to take my time and learn. And as you learn the things, you read the things, you copy the things, you follow the things, church growth will come to you. Say a big amen. A burning vision and dream for a large church makes you pray for church growth. Without that burning vision, you will not pray hard. You will pray for other things. Are there not other things to pray for? But if this is what is burning in your heart, if church growth is what is burning in your heart, 
every time you go on your knees to pray the thing that is burning in your heart that's what will come forth that's what you pray about a lot of the ladies when they go to pray they are praying about ladies true or not true when they don't have all their prayers lord give me a good person when they get a good person all their prayers lord let him stay with me only and let him not go anywhere oh god wherever he is help him to come back to me let him never leave me and that's what is in your heart if church growth is in your heart every time you go on your knees to pray you'll be praying for church growth and although it is hard work it is also supernatural the combination of everything the natural and the supernatural that's what brings church growth a burning vision and dream for a large church makes you seek the wisdom and strategies needed for church growth so the wisdom and the strategies the books the videos any video okay you don't have any the podcast any podcast thank god you don't have to go and look for any message buy cd or oh, there, there's audio podcast there's video podcast just subscribe to the podcast and then you get all the messages free listen to them free use them free preach the messages free there's no copyright on it maybe what what soki message is in your heart now bit me preach here what for we preach powerfully in your church your church people will say Charlie, this time revelations need deep i would name baby of you by i was years ago a minister in south africa south africa church of books or they go on say I have leaders, some kind of leaders meeting all year. I'm breaking the thing down into studies. Study one, study two, study three. I was sitting in his office. He was showing me this book. This is the, these are the studies from it. This book, these are the studies from it. These are Bishop's books. And he was in it. I was there. Bishop's son, I was sitting there. He was showing me shamelessly. That's the humility. Strategies, methods, the wisdom, thank God they are all revealed. And messages. You hear something called Makane. Makane is collection of. Uh, bishops camps and a lot of the ministers around they became ministers through camps yes. one camp ministry 
As often be beating a car, meeting my poor coya and baby Ojina or the Ajina. When you have it, eh, a non stop ministration. So, Sakadia, and your Musa, Encha. Because camp, no. A bear say, short camp, 18 hours. Can be 20 hours. Ah, 18, because I have four days. Into the only thing off is the sleeping time. 30 hours. Whatever hours. And it is point after point after point in an atmosphere that will envelope you and affect you and make you into something. One guy said he doesn't want to listen to the Macanay. Why don't you want to listen? He said, I know that if I listen to it, it will make me a minister, and I don't want to be a minister. I ranted will cause you to keep reading and rereading the same things until something works. The internal engine. Is your engine still on? Have you switched it off? This engine, it doesn't go off. A Yusu Holy Ghost power shortage name. Where you fuel our cotton one gallon, I hit 20 cities or something. So just keep it on. So, what does it do? It will keep you reading and rereading. Who be kind, no one can be kind. No one can be. No one can be. No one can be. Until something works out of it. Wow. I believe. Do you believe? OGD, OGD. A burning vision and dream for a large church will drive you to meet the people who will help you to have church growth. To make you humble enough to relate with and fellowship with the right people until their influence and anointing wraps off on you. So if you have the burning vision, you don't hide in your corner. Because this is one of the ways to relate with people. And as you are here, don't also be a loner. Talk to somebody, flow with somebody. In this place, and that friendship may be the beginning of church growth, a relationship and partnership that will help you to move forward. Without burning vision and dream for, uh, for a large church, you would not listen to the messages that bring church growth. You will criticize the very thing that you need most and even make fun of it. A burning vision and dream is the only true source of the staying power. Somebody say staying power. Because it says staying power. Say it the way I say it. Staying power. Staying power. 
that vision in you the mouse same power and it is the source of stamina say stamina mm. and persistence yes. needed for the long journey towards church growth so church growth is a long journey yes, what for year, Juma? Why it near one, two, three, six months? And so it's not working. No, it's a long journey. A lot of things take a long time to happen. Only if you don't give up and you continue it, it will work. But if it is not with you and it's not burning in you, when you try it, you say it doesn't work. I wanted to play the guitar. Some time ago, I said, I'm learning it. The person who was teaching me, I said, I'm giving you two weeks. If I'm not able to play in two weeks, then that's it. Two weeks near the ball. I needed a long time to stay on it. My children, they play instrument, they play everything. What I see in the house is that they are always on it. Either he's physically practicing, he's somewhere on the net pulling out some things, and sometimes I'm in my room, I can, in his room, in, it's like all night of instrumental practice. Yeah, that's what they do. He's there. You can see playing the same thing again, uh, pulling out uh, what instruction manuals and all those things. And they play. They are very good. But me, I didn't have that patience. I needed to do it in two weeks. What people are spending all night for, all their life, they are on it. We say two weeks. I didn't have burning desire for that thing. It's a problem, but we, we will solve it. Hallelujah. Somebody stand on your feet and do say, let that engine in you lead you into some seven minutes prayer of a desire. Let it burn in me. Let it burn. 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 I haven't finished. After this, I'm doing one more thing. Then let it burn. 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 As I've come for this conference. Let some light shine in me. Let some fire now begin to burn. Makata satayanda lababashikoto. Rapo sondolobobol. Strong desire. Burning vision. Self growth engine is ignited in you now. The engine is coming on now. You are beginning to move now. Something is happening to you now. Something is happening to you now. Seven minutes. Pray. 
Kapalaba Bandalava Bayandas, Lustaya Bayandalava Bandoria Lavabas, Kepalava Basenderi and Deleketaya, Valastaya Daya Bayandalava 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 Everywhere, everybody from the front to the back, lift up a voice. You pray in tongues, throw some tongues because I feel that somebody's engine is being turned on. Somebody's engine is igniting already. Somebody's move is starting right here, 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 right here. In the name of Jesus, Pahanda lava bayanda lava banda lava ba, Rabanda lava banda lava banda lava banda lava ba, Rabanda lava banda lava bayanda lava ba, Shibondo loko sinda yanda lava ba, Ikwanda tazundo tozibaya, Filastunda yanda yakataya, Ibrondo lava boshandeli lava baya, Ivalosta yanda lava banda lava baya, Ikwanda lama sanda lava banda lava Oh God, let it burn, 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 let it never stop burning. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let it burn. 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 Burn in me. Burn in me. Burn in me. Consume me. Consume me. Consume me, consume me, consume me, consume me. Yes, that's what I want to do. And that's what God wants me to do. Let me have passion for nothing else but for the things of God, for the ministry of God, for church growth, for increase, for going up high, for doing more, for building more. Somebody whose zeal has gone down, you are being revived right now as you pray. I feel a revival, a revival, a revival. Your zeal is coming back. 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 I see a rekindling of the fire inside of you. That fire is coming back.
being in the name of Jesus let it intensify fire fire on your own heart say with me Lord say Lord today I come before you I am in need I need a fire the fire of the spirit a burning vision burning desire an engine firing up in me that never stops today I receive that unction I receive the anointing I receive the power I receive the fire for a new level of ministry a new level of ministry a new level of ministry whatever is dead in me let it rise up now again whatever is lost in me let it be restored again oh my god oh god oh god oh god oh god i see a restoration a restoration a restoration of zeal a restoration of power is happening it's happening the anointing is already on some people as you hear these things and now the fire begins to burn it's the anointing of god that is coming on you and is restoring you and bringing you back to the place where you will run and you will not be weary you walk and you will not faint because you have received new power from the lord receive fresh oil somebody receive fresh oil receive fresh oil fresh oil fresh anointing fresh move fresh power let the angels sound differently from this time in the name of jesus oh thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you new levels 
new moves. The Holy Spirit is whispering to me, lost fire, lost fire, lost fire, lost fire. There are some people here, your fire, your fire is lost. He's restoring lost fire, lost zeal, lost energy. Let it return. Let it return, Lord. Let it return. Let it come back. Let everyone be on fire. The seal, the vision, the drive, the energy, the power within. Thank you. My gracious Redeemer, my Savior, if ever I love you, my Jesus, sing it, my Jesus, I love you.
be seated. Church growth and hard leadership. Yes, do I still have a little time? Yes. Church growth and hard leadership. Okay, this is session 12 of my book for the afternoon. Church growth. It is possible. How many are getting this book? The morning I introduced to you the art of leadership. But these are all in the Macarius 60. Macarius 60. Yes. 60 books. And yet for decoration. One of the points said, if you have a burning desire, it will make you read and reread the things until something works for you. Difference be any. In fact, would they hear worse? Say, Oh, won't you soup? A person who has been to school can read and doesn't read is worse than somebody who never got the opportunity to go to school because we'll always give that person an excuse for not to reason. Do you know this thing, Exhibit 1? <laughs> oh, yes, I have one in my room. Do you know that all your ministry that you are supposed to have on earth is hidden in here? So, yeah, they used to talk about it, but you know, I bought the thing and I was very happy, so that was it. They say, you are where you are. Heaven there. But Monsua Moka say, heaven, baby, I'm going important. Because you even miss it. They say, you are doing exam and you are looking for, uh, what is it? Is it C? Now they have D. D is passed. You get D, you have passed. Yes. At the time, there was no D. It's A plus A something, B plus C plus C minus, is that D plus and D minus, F plus and F minus. <laughs> F plus. I just say, who feel it, but we are there. So, what am I saying? What I'm saying is that read the book. And it will help you. All right. Church growth and what? 
I'm not really on church growth. I'm really on leadership. But it is the leader who will bring about the church growth. My introductory something in the morning is that everything depends on the leader. It rises and falls on the leader. So I wish that a leader would be developed in you. So that we share principles of church growth are it will also mean something because it's like the zeal is already there. Then somebody has showed you a way that you can implement that zeal. Are you not going to run for it? But if we give you the principles without the zeal, they are like somebody who is not thirsty and they have brought a gallon of cold water to you. Are they not worrying you? Why do you want me to do I'm not thirsty. So this is water drink. Giving water to a man who is not thirsty. Are you talking to me? I didn't see. So show it again. Matthew chapter 7. Give me verse 22. Matthew. Okay. Or say, may you say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and in thy name have cast out devils in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. We're in the ministry, but we're not known. Mercy. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I would liken him unto a wise man which built his house on the rock. Okay. Very good. We are talking about what? Hard leadership. Somebody say hard. Let me see your hand and your face like this. Hard. And now like that. Hard. You see, even in church, I see two groups of people. Helpers. People who help with the work. One side, one group, they are very nice. They flow with everybody nicely. They smile with everybody nicely. Everybody likes them. But when you give them work, it doesn't get done. And then there's another group. People think they are some way. Or they say, oh, this girl, she's some way. If you go cry, she won't even have time for you. Because these ones are like goal-getters. They are not 
very socially affable people. They are consumed by what they want to achieve. So people don't like them much. They don't have a lot of friends. They say they are not nice. But these people will get the job done. They say they are hard. Watch. Everybody, especially women, who achieve things. Listen to how people talk about them. Oh, she's too, she doesn't understand anything. She's too hard. She's thing, she's that, she's that, she's that. But she has achieved things. But the nice-faced, smiling, nice, flowing with everybody type of it, they don't achieve much and they are there. So, a leader is not always that nice, flowing, smiling, cooling everything down. Sometimes a leader has to even spark fire. So, when we talk about hard leadership, the other side of hard leadership is a niceness that is overwhelming and a niceness that is your permanent nature. If you are like that, then be away and nicer. You can't do certain things. I'm not, I'm not an unnice person. At least by this time, I know people like me. Because I've heard people say it. Ah, yes. I'm not a nice person. I'm a nice person. You see, but especially those who are outside, they like me. Because when I come outside, we flow nicely. <laughs> but means when I come, you, there will be something to laugh about. And this, that, that. That's all. But those who are around me with me and working and like this man, he has worked with in my office before. And he knows that inside the room there, no. Charlie, and yet the same thing. No, 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 no. But inside there, a different story. Because here, we are trying to get things done. There, I'm socializing with people. Making them happy and making myself happy. So maybe, oh, this is a very nice person. I would like to work with him. Say, Come. So when you have finished entering, and then you see how it is in there. So there's a time that a leader must put on Hardness. You are like Jesus. Who is the lamb? And at the same time, 
the lion when you have to roar <laughs> Is that not the lamb? Then the lamb is roaring. Hey, let's go and see whether by then he had finished roaring, he's lying down coolly at the lamb. That's it. So you need hardness as a leader, as a pastor, to be able to break through into new realms and certain places because the ministry is not easy. Is somebody listening to me? It's not easy. It's very difficult. But you see, some people who are also always go here. You can't do this thing here. I've sat you. Such people to nobody flourishes around them. Yes, because how can you stay with a person who is always roaring? Can you stay with a lion? Lion is always, there's no time that a lion is friendly. Also, now the lion in the lion has come down so let's go and play i saw a documentary somebody who was considering training or has been doing things with bears like training them to do something one day he was in the course of the tree you see the bear can stand like that stood up i don't know what came to the bear's mind Got the guy's face. Bam! So even a lion who says I've repented. You have to be very careful of that. Because a befana dream one of these days. We want know I am. So a pastor is a nice, kind, affable, smiling, gentle, understands everybody, listens to everybody, sympathizes with everybody. But if that is all you have, then you are not ready to break through in ministry. Because what will make you break through is not niceness and, niceness and smiling and things. What will make you break is hardness. That's why I'm introducing you to this. Why you must be a hard leader. Number one. You must be a hard leader because you can only build a large house on a rock solid foundation. Verse 24. Matthew 7, 24. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock. So, God is saying that the house the church he wants to build with you he's building it on a rock soft clay do you get it you have made yourself soft clay 
when the thing is being built on rock. So that is why your nature and your presentation is incompatible with the plan of God. Because too soft for the thing he's trying to do. That's why you are becoming hard from today. Look, in the church, some of the people look, eh, get these people, get this report from this, that, that, and do this. Or better now, 27 years, won't you mean here? Because we're too nice. Obin's woman, the same job. Go and call the people, approach the people, do things. Those who are not very aged, people will be angry with them, but they will bring you the results. And if you have the result, be angry. But I have what I want. Yeah. So, over niceness does not bring good results. Is that okay? Family, I'm not saying that you should squeeze your face. Smile to us. We like your smiles. Yeah, like this one. Beautiful. Be nice. But a bus and young couple, Charlie, no jigger like this. Said, Yes, two minutes ago, we're just smiling and chatting and then, but now I need to have this thing now. You are now a liar. May somebody's lion in them rise up for the things of God and the church of God and the work of God. That when it comes to these things, I don't play as a cat around. I roar as a lion around. Maybe a nice cat. How is the person sitting by you? Are you a rock? Can the big church be built on you? He said what? Solid rock. Number two. You must be a hard leader. Because Jesus Christ wanted Peter, the head of his church, to be a hard rock. Matthew 16, 18. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. It's not clay. It's not loamy soil. It's not sandy soil. I learned some of Greek in secondary school. Are you there? Peter! Peter! I'll build the church on you. Where is that? Very good. Upon this rock. Peter is rock. So Peter, upon this rock, I'll build. Upon this rock, I'll build. Upon this rock, God's solid Things are built on solid, rocky, or rock type of people. Leaders 
of great successful things, they are always referred to as hard people. 